Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hola. Oh, hello. We are back going? with a hot, brand new episode. Please, also, I want this to be known. Bear in mind, um, you know, Navi's usually a part of the show. He's been very vocal the last few very weeks, Very vocal right? indeed, yes. He talks a lot well, on the his, show. But... Navi's relative is also staying the weekend. So there's two of these guys running around here. Yeah. Um. They're actually, I mean, they're not blood-related, but, you know, they, they're they are related. Yeah, the other one is a big, beefy boy built like a Mack truck named Kindle. Yes. And he is the calmest dog I've ever met, so I think him and Navi are just watching uh, The Simpsons right now. Yeah, they are. They're both sitting on the couch. They're, they're just chilling. Uh, the, the play fighting has ceased, and now they're watching The Best of Millhouse. So, yeah. So, at this point... We may be able to go forward without some barks. I think so, at least for a, a significant portion of time. They seem to have gotten all of the barking out momentarily. Or uh, they did moments ago, is what I meant to say. I don't know, there I don't you know go. where that happened. So that's what's going on in the house. Uh, we're also here. We're doing the show right now because we are starting a cult that's Granum Jake. That is true. We are here. It is our usual Friday episodes, and I know... It's. It seems like it was so very long ago, but here's the truth. There you go. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was just a week ago. It was last week. Cracking a cold one right there, and it's overflowing. Ooh, ooh. It's actually just uh, sparkling tea. So today we are doing a very different episode. It's not something that we've ever covered uh, or even, I'd say, remotely covered. I mean, it, they're mentioned, you know, something, obviously. Yeah, something that I just came across after Grant told me about it, and about on, like, Wednesday. Yeah, it, it was something that I had actually come across for years on the internet. I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one a little bit later, but we are doing today scary attractions, and we say that for, you know, lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah, I mean... I'd say this this episode is more focused on your thing because it's fucking insane, but I'm going to tell a couple of stories of some uh, haunted, you know, attractions uh, where things kind of went wrong just to kind of, kind of you know, grease the gears here, prime you for, uh, for what's to come. Yeah, it is. It's something that I think everyone should be made aware of uh, just because it's crazy. And then we're also going to have some fun today, you know, so I hope you guys are ready for some weird, weird shit, okay? Yeah. Um, I guess with that being said, why don't we uh, begin? Why don't we jump right in here? Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, so, uh, all right, I have some things that happen at haunted houses. You want to go for just incidents, or you want to go go straight death? Which one you want? I want, give me the, give me a potpourri. Let, let's twinkle all of it in together, all you right. know? All right, I'll just go back and forth. Boo. All right. So, here, let's let's get into this one. How about this? Uh, spook house clowns attack mom and teen with sex toys. Just right out of the gate. That's what that's. Okay. That's what we're going okay. with. Okay, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked already. Yeah. I want to know what kind of sex toys. I want to know what they paid to get in here, and I want to know... Was it part of the show, or was this uh, the byproduct of something that happened during the show? I have a few questions. Who knows? Let's get into it. All right, so uh, Robert Keller, 23, and another male identified only as John Doe, 
oh. uh, reportedly taunted customers at a massacre haunted house attraction in Chicago suburb of Montgomery. All right, all yeah. right, close to home. With some salacious sex talk and uh, by pressing vibrating sex toys against their bodies. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Uh, both men were dressed as bloody clowns. Police arrested Keller and uh, disorder for disorderly conduct and aggravated battery, apparently. Uh, the incident prompted a lawsuit from the local woman who allegedly, uh, who alleged, alleged, it's alleged, I think, that Keller and Doe harassed her and uh, pressed a vibrating sex toy against the buttocks of her 17-year-old daughter. The suit was settled out of court. Okay. First off, I blame the haunted house. How are you not checking? If this is an all-ages, you know, horror event type of thing, um, as far as I'm aware right now in, in my life, uh, anything that includes all-ages does not involve any physical touch, so that's already a problem. Yeah, yeah, you can't touch people normally in Second off, houses without uh, signing something. Why a sex toy? That, that's a big question to me, is like, why a you sex see, toy? You see, that's something I've never even dreamed of, like, bringing to work. Right? Like, I'm not going to be stirring a latte with, like, a magic wand. It's like, ah, or whatever they, they brought here. Here's the dildo that I have at the house. Let me just mix this. This really this. incorporates the caramel with the espresso. Yeah, I, that is something that I simply just cannot get a grasp <sighs> on. Um and second off, I guess my thing is how you know how did they know? Was it just an assumption because they felt vibration on their butts? Uh, what exactly was going on? You know, I imagine they're like clowns just flailing around some sex toys, and and then they felt the vibration. It's only it only makes sense that they would put one and two together. Okay, I yeah. would assume. I could see that being like a rational thing. I mean, it's not rational in any sense, but I could see where we get to that conclusion. Legitimately wrong thing. Uh, yeah, that is uh, definitely inappropriate. I see why that uh, was, you know, stopped. Yeah, but they're alive, unlike this guy who was killed by a moving coffin in Hong Kong. Ooh. Isn't that so freaky? So in September 2017, a 21-year-old man named Chung. Chung. Chung, I think, uh, died after he was struck with a moving piece of machinery in a haunted house. All right, so Chung made his way through the maze called Buried Alive which sounds terrifying, which was part of the Halloween-themed fest at Ocean Park in Hong Kong. Five minutes after entering, uh, park attendants found Chung unconscious in the maze. All right, oh. so within five minutes, this guy's unconscious. The local government believes that he entered into an area uh, for mechanical operations that was not open to visitors and was hit by a mechanical part. Okay. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. The government ordered the ride to close after the fatal incident. Okay. That's, yeah, it's just um, a quick little there. He's dead. That one, I, I mean, obviously it's not cool or okay, but it's like, un, it, that one's way more understandable. It's just a horrible accident. Yeah, it's like they should just probably uh, mark off those parts that they shouldn't be in. Yeah, it, it's kind of comparable to me, I'd say, is like, you know, a carnival injury or even death where, you know, something goes wrong or a bolt falls out. It's like, these are things that, you know, you couldn't really prep for because it's not, it's not part of the plan. That wasn't supposed to happen. You know. Um, yeah, but there is the the aspect of like you're gonna see like crime tape probably at like a, you know, a haunted house. It's like do not enter, do not cross this line or something. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're just like, oh, it's it's scary. You're you're just gonna do it anyway. So yeah, there, it, 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 you gotta literally just hide it and make it physically unable to be accessed by anyone. That is true. If right? you're going to do it at a haunted, it's house. obviously planned out in such a way to where you know you would uh, you would not know whether to cross or not if it was part of the exhibit or if it was a real thing. Um, either way, that that does suck for Jung or was that Jung Jung Chung, I think Chung Jung. It's like C H E U and Chung. All these different things, yeah, Chung. Um, but yeah, that that is unfortunate. I can only imagine the type of settlement that was given to the family, uh, because that is that is that is just unfucking fortunate. That, that is, is just truly otherworldly. Yeah. Um. You want to go to a? Uh, this guy didn't die, but he maybe should have. 
bisexual groper among the ghouls at Wisconsin Scarehouse. Well, he was bisexual, okay? So he was... He, he was played, a groper, though. He so. played no favorites. He was going for everybody equally. You know what? You're right, but he equally committed crimes towards everyone. See, Daniel Roseman. I thought Roseman. you said that he was a moper, and I was like, that's actually really funny. Uh, but groper is not as funny as moper. Just kind of like a down-in-the-dumps bisexual man. Yeah. And for no, those, he was groping people. I think so he was having a good time. Just you guys there know, you can impress your friends, okay? Uh, if you want to know what a moper is, it's an individual, typically a male, that flashes his penis at blind people. Oh, is that really? Yeah. I thought it was just like moping around. That's how I was taking no, it. No, you're a moper if you uh, flash your... Your genitalia at someone that is blind. You're How did you come across that information? Because that was just a mishearing of something. That wasn't even like in the work we were doing this week. That uh, we're studying. How did you come across that? That's from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Really? Yeah. He's like this guy's a moper. Oh my god. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Classic. I don't know. I don't think it was the first one, but it was. One of the Revenge of the Nerds flicks it was in. Well, he, this guy could have possibly done that, but he was also groping. Uh, Daniel Rossman, or Roseman, he was 52. He was arrested on three charges of fourth-degree sexual assault plus counts of lewd behavior and disorderly conduct after groping both men and women at the abandoned haunted house attraction in Mount Salem, Wisconsin. Wait, was that the name of it, or was it really an abandoned haunted it's house? It's called Abandoned Haunted House Attraction. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> in, Mount, like, in Mount Salem. We just got a guy in an abandoned house that's haunted, and people are coming up, and he's just groping them. Like that, that's even more insane. That's even crazier. Uh, but what kind of groping are we talking about here? We got details? We got the we got uh, info? Not many. Or it's, well, we have what he groped. So in total, eight cus- uh, customers complained to management about Rossman. It's spelled different in this part of the article, so this article's kind of weird. I think it's Rossman. Uh, who whose transgressions included grabbing a woman's breasts and humping two men in quotes aggressively. Oh shit! So he's just grabbing boob and humping dudes' bums. And grabbing you know what? Boob, Isn't that just dude. fun if that you have permission? But he didn't. I don't think because they got complaints. Yeah, I. I mean, everybody loves a good you know humping boob and groping dude or whatever we just said, but. You know, it's uh, it's really something you got to ask for. You know, you really yeah, there gotta... has to be some clear consent here going on. <laughs> well, that's a topic for later. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That is, I mean, I imagine that that happens a lot. It just, I'm sure it gets excused because I'm sure there are times where you know there's someone waiting around a corner and they jump out at you and it, you know it frightens you a little bit. So You're like, oh, you got some time to reach in and you know. It's a good place for creeps to work. It's if like, they want oops, to. didn't mean to do that. Yeah, it's like, and this is like a four-pronged bra, dude. You had to like work at this. Yeah, so I'm sure that these things happen a lot, and the fact that this was just so, so many allegations against this guy. Um, it was like eight in like a day or something. I don't even know if it was that, but eight is. It's too many. The fact that I'd you say it's get, too many to be an accident. The fact that you can get a reputation as a groper is just—it's you really got to work on yourself if that is you know your your deal. If you're if you're that guy that goes around and gropes, it, it's very—it's got to affect you in many ways. Yeah, that's just my thought though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get back to some death. All right, this one's kind of funny actually. The school principal accidentally hanged himself in front of his students. Sort of oh. funny, just in in stating it, the actuality, I would imagine, is very scarring and terrible. But it happened in the 50s. In September of 1957, in a small farming community of Utica, Kansas, uh, local parents and school officials were growing worried about the extent to which the high school seniors were hazing the incoming freshmen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So annual gymnasium parties uh, commemorating the new pupils had resulted in too much roughhousing. So English teacher Betty Stevens and principal William Hobart, Hobart Sally, uh, he uh, he devised. They both devised something different for their students. Okay. 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 So Miss Stevens led her uh, her charges. Weird, weird phrasing. Uh, Miss Stevens led her charges to an abandoned uh, farmhouse a couple miles outside of town. Okay, so she was uh, she and some other school staff had decorated a dilapidated house as a haunted house for a pre-Halloween party sort of thing. So apparently, this was to stop fighting to some degree. 
Uh, so the centerpiece was the Principal Sally, who would be uh, pretending to be hanged in the middle of a dark room covered in grease paint and ketchup to simulate blood. Okay, pretty freaky. Yeah, strange. Pretty freaky. Uh, so the students did indeed get a kick out of the moaning, limply uh, hanging principal, you know. Uh, but when Miss Stevens slipped out of the party to get a picture of Sally, she made the shocking discovery that he had slipped, causing the noose to tighten on his neck, and the moaning and struggling the principal had been uh, doing was not acting at all. The students actually witnessed the slow and painful death of Mr. Sally. Damn, Mr. Sally really dropped the fucking ball. He just really wanted to make these kids stop fighting. Let this be a lesson out there. Um, If you're ever trying to fake hang yourself for any type of lesson, really make sure you know what, uh, what needs to happen properly. Because it's not something that you can just make a mistake. It's not making cookies. You know, and you burn some, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'll just have to make some more. You're, you're fake hanging yourself. Yeah. Here's um, a tip. Don't make a real noose. Because those bitches tighten. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can make do. something that looks like a noose that doesn't tighten. Mm-hmm. You can get yourself out of there. Keep like a razor blade in your pocket. Maybe uh, don't actually, you know, maybe put your knees up and that's how it looks like you're hanging. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But this guy died. There's definite ways to go about this without the, uh, you know, improbability of death. I can't imagine something like this would fly today. You know, like, they're just like, oh, we're just gonna, we're going to take your kids to this abandoned house that we decorated outside of town, and we're going to hang the principal. It's like, All but right. we're not really going to hang him. It's like, Ready? that doesn't really matter. It's a lot of the other stuff I have a problem with as well. He'll be dead. It's fine, though. He'll be dead. <laughs> He'll be dead. Oh, yeah, so he's dead. What else we got here? Let's go back to some not dead, terrible things. Uh, actors clobbered by crutch fiend <laughs> at uh, at Canadian Halloween maze. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> so, uh, rabble rousers dis- uh, you know disrupted the spooky fun at O'Keefe's Ranch Halloween maze in British Columbia, Canada, by assaulting at least three of the attraction's performers. A woman identified only as M. Kimberly, I guess, uh, whose role involves sticking her arms out between two boards while pretending to ask for help, said that she, that one of the troublemakers smashed her appendages with crutches. Uh, she went to the hospital later and told reporters he managed to hit my hand three times. So the everything below, like past her uh, her wrist there uh, was severely bruised, including her knuckles and just hand meat. Uh, so uh, you. He went after my son as well, apparently, is what she said. He didn't hit him, but he made an attempt to hit him. From what I heard uh, from the ER staff, I was the third person to come in with in- injuries. Jesus. So this is a, this is kind of flipping it. You know, the uh, the customers are the ones assaulting the uh, the, the spookers. That's d- very different. I'm, I'm, I can't get over that. With who a would, crutch. Who would voluntarily sign up for something and only to be so frightened or panicked that you would assault the person you're there? Yeah, it's like paying totally their not salary, chill. You know, not like, chill at all. I don't get that. That's all right. Fuck it. So yeah, that that happened. Uh, here, let's see what else. Uh, 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 a haunted hayride led to vehicular homicide. Cool, isn't that fun? It kind of kind of rolls off the tongue. On Halloween night of 2016 in the small town of Chunky, Missouri, I No believe. way. Yeah, Chunky, like the soup. Chunky. Chunky. I'm from Chunky. <laughs> I'm a Chunky. I, I want to visit Chunky. I'm a, <gasps> dude, you think their locals are called like Chunksters or Chunkies? You know? What's up, Chunk? Yeah. I'm a Chunky. Chunk. No. Captain Chunk. Ooh. Ooh, there we go. Chunk, chunk. A little, uh, little easy core there. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, Missouri, I think it is. MS is for Missouri, right? Yes. Yes, it is. A haunted hayride ended in a fatal disaster. Uh, so, a modest ride holding about 10 guests was moving along the rural Mississippi. Oh, I think it's Mississippi. Fuck. Rural Mississippi Shit, countryside. I don't, don't, I don't know me. all these things about my own country. But they were on the side of the road in Mississippi, rural Mississippi countryside, when a uh, tragic T struck. Okay, a large Ford F-150 pickup collided with the trailer carrying the people. Three passengers tragically died, and the rest were very injured. Going, country roads, dude. Fifty-five is the uh, you know the understood. Damn, that is nuts. 
I mean, I, obviously, yeah, it sucks for the the people on the hayride. But do you think the the driver of the truck survived, or even the driver of the hayride? You know, hopefully, you know, it probably would be best if if the the driver at least at least the truck died. But no, I think He'd he survived because it was it was just three of the ten people died, and then the other seven were severely injured. Unless this guy was just like truly a monster, you know. I mean. He he would have uh, if he's alive. I'm sure he probably can't live with himself. Yeah, probably. But you know, I mean, who am I? You know, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's another one that is doesn't involve death. It again, involves a man who should die. Cranky clown, owner of Texas Terror Nights, busted for child porn. Oh, isn't that crazy? That one is. That's just sad. Yeah. These other ones at least have, like, some things, you know. It's like, oh, a little spooky. Okay. This one's just this like, one's oh. like, no, child rape. This guy, yeah. It's that's not uh, good. Uh, Derek okay. Ryan Lepel. Le- Lepel. Le- Derek Ryan Lepel. Uh, 36 of Tyler, Texas, was arrested by the U.S. Marshal Service on child pornography charges just two weeks after he sold his ownership stake in Terror Night's Haunted House attraction. Well, we could tell why he sold this fucking steak, Probably. Huh? Lepel uh, not only owned the property, uh, but he also appeared there as a performer portraying the character called Cranky Clown with a K. Both with a K. Uh, during the investigation, which turned up uh, videos of girls under the age of 11 showing their genitals, a local investigator noted Lepel uh, owns and manages a local haunted house which is a large attraction to children every year. Bad news. He's a rapist. I don't. I. I don't even have real like, words for that one. That's just bad all around. Yeah. There ain't nothing good about that one. Well, this one's kind of fun. It goes to you know uh, somewhere we all like Disneyland. Ooh. Man was electrocuted at Disneyland's Phantom Manor. Hell yeah! Okay, I'm in. Yeah, Phantom Manor, a popular haunted house ride in the Disney Disneyland Paris, actually. Really? Yeah, okay. Disneyland Paris. Uh, it's designed to offer its guests a frightful but harmless, harmlessly fun experience. You know, it's a heavily visited mystery-based museum ride at the park. But right. on April 2016, uh, Disney cast and crew members, uh, they made the grisly discovery in Phantom Manor. A 45-year-old technician, name not released. Uh, what a long found, name. Yeah, I know. He's finally electrocuted to death. He, he didn't ground the power. He didn't turn it off or something. I don't know. He electrocuted himself. Disney closed the ride, allowing police to perform the proper investigation. He just electrocuted himself. He's dead. You know, you don't hear many stories, at least here in America, about the international Disneys. And this one is certainly not like a positive one, you know? Yeah. I no, would yeah, say it's definitely not a great representation. I can't... I don't think it happens all the time, obviously, but... Well, I mean, in Disney, like, I think we've talked about it a little bit on the show, and we should definitely do an episode just on Disneyland and all the freakiness behind it. Uh, or Disney World, just Disney, the parks and stuff. But apparently, like, they're just like, yeah, no one's ever died here. But, no, they have their own private, like, paramedics that take them off, that take, like, whatever people are doing, like, dying or dead, off the property to then be pronounced dead somewhere else so they can technically say no one's ever died in the park you know yeah so it kind of surprised me that in this article as short as it was they were just like yeah he was he was dead he died they they closed the ride he's fucking dead he's fucking dead yeah so those are just some examples of some things that could go wrong you could have a rapist you could have the potential for rape you you could have just uh, you know death you could die uh and that's all traditionally not allowed in haunted houses it's not but it kind of segues pretty nicely into the main topic of today's episode yes um for those of you out there you may or may not be familiar with this topic i for one cannot say that i was fully um we'll be talking about mckamey manor okay the Um, single freakiest thing I yes. think you were telling me in the car, like it's probably the worst thing that we've covered. I would say if it's if it's true to the degree in a sense that I'm led to believe, uh, this is probably 
without a doubt, the most fucked up yeah. thing. And I say that over the Toy Box Killer Yeah, episode, I was going to say, I know what you're thinking. Toy Box Killer, that was awful. But this, this is worse. involves 100% legal, 100% like consent to everything. Yes, yes, And yes, it's yes. so fucked. Let's just get into it. Um, So... I actually had first heard about this a couple years ago. Um, I'm sure there's an abundance of YouTube videos out there. But around this time, you know, the Halloween themes kind of pop up. They become very relevant. Um, Well, this one, it's always on the list. And at least in the videos that I had seen, they never truly explained it or showed us what they meant. Um... There are haunted houses out there that are very popular where you do have to sign a bit of a waiver where it's just a simple, like, you know, it's pretty much cut and dry. It's like, this is going to be very scary. You're going to be uncomfortable. Um, You know, this is just like a liability thing because, you know, we're going to freak you out. You might fall over or something. Whatever. It's typically, at most, it's like half of a page. It's nothing. It's just a warning. Yeah, it's like if you get scared and twist your ankle, uh, just leave that shit outside. Yeah, and then... Uh, even further, including those uh, haunted houses, there are some where, you know, the the workers are able to touch you. uh, And they don't go anywhere near as far as just simple, you know, maybe a poke, maybe a prod, maybe uh, like a, you know, a, a nice shoulder grab. But they, that's where it is. It's not abusive. It's nothing like that. It's like, ooh, and then it's over. Now we're going to move into McCamey Manor. Originally in the state of California, and then it was moved to the state of Tennessee, and then now there's a second location in Alabama. I'm a little confused. Um, as far as I'm made to be aware, uh, the main attraction is in Tennessee, and then there is like a secondary part of the attraction in Alabama, and they kind of they work together in a way, but they're they're separate but not separate. You yeah. know. Yeah, it's Summertown, Tennessee. Um, so I'm going to just read. This is directly from McCameyManor.com. This is their website. Um, this is the warning that is given, okay? And I want you guys all to be aware of what it says. Be warned. McCamey Manor is not your standard boo haunted house. This is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie. This is a rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health to participate. Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McCamey Manor. New for 2020. It hasn't been updated yet. McCamey Manor presents Descent, the next evolution in interactive survival horror theater. Understand that each tour will be different based upon your personal fears and can last upwards of six hours. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach your personal breaking point. Please, do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything that can get wet. This can be an aggressive experience, and our actors will come in contact with you. You cannot in any way return the contact. If anyone becomes rowdy, pushing, shoving, running, they will immediately be removed. No questions asked. Anyone that has been drinking alcohol or taking drugs will not be allowed into the haunt and will be asked to leave the property. At check-in, you will be required to show ID. The waiver process for descent will last two hours. One performance only per week, and this continues year-round. Specific requirements must be met in order to even take the tour. Think about the average 10 to 20 minute haunt or a theme park at a Halloween and what you've experienced. Was it truly interactive and scary? At the new McCamey Manor, you will experience thrills that you have never seen before. You will be tested to your, ev- to your very core. If things become too much, you can always quit if we let you. And then they have the sign-up sheet. The sign-up sheet is because McCamey Manor has a wait list of around 27,000 people that would like to go. Yeah. And it is specially choreographed for each individual that goes. Um, the wait list, uh, there's really no timetable on it. You just really got to wait and hope that it happens. Yeah, it's a wait list. Come on. 
But I'm also going to move over. And this, again, this is all coming from their website specifically. So don't think that, you know, this is some random situation or random thing on the Internet. Um, but here are the requirements, okay? You must be 21 and above or 18 to 20 years old with parents' consent. Completed sports physical and doctor letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared. You have to pass a background check provided by McCamey Manor. You have to be screened via a Facebook phone call or a FaceTime, like a video call. Um, you have to have proof that you do have medical insurance. You have to pass a portable drug test that will be administered on the day of the show. And you have to sign an extremely detailed 40-page waiver. Yes. 40 fucking pages. And it is not, like, disclosed what's necessarily on this waiver, but there are some leaked pages. Like, of the 40, I think you said there was, like, five that were leaked by somebody who had gone to actually sign it and read it. Yes. And some of the shit on there is absolutely bonkers. So, uh, bear with me here. I know this is a little robotic because i'm just kind of reading these things to you but it's important that you know the information must come out um so i have the some of the leaked pages um and these are real they were given to uh somebody somewhere and they were uploaded online um mckamey manor has confirmed that they are real and they won't release the other pages because I mean, they, they don't have to. You know, it's if you want to do it, you'll do it, and you'll get the wave. Yeah, you'll be able to go and read it, and, you know. Um, but we start, it's a, it's just a list of things that you have to be semi-prepared for, okay? Now, I'm just going to read the list as it is, and we'll explain kind of our thoughts uh, on it after that's over. Yeah, yeah. So, participants understand that they may incur injuries from falling props in the event that they become unstable during the event. Participants fully understand and agree that they may come in contact with carbon monoxide poisoning with regard to use of artificial fog. Participants fully understand and agrees that once the participant enters, there is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. This one is where it gets a, a little bit, crazy. Yeah, a bit a step up. Participants fully understand that injury may occur during their time at the manor. This may include, but not limited to, head, neck, and back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral or retinal hemorrhage, subdermal hematoma, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headache, dizziness, lacerations, broken or sprained bones, torn ligaments, bleeding wounds, scrapes and or cuts, heat stroke, or drowning, and you do not hold McCamey Manor responsible. Okay. Okay. All right. There's plenty more here. That was just one. That's one. Participant fully understands and agrees that being scared, having a panic attack, etc. does not count as a serious injury and the show will not be stopped. Participant fully understands and agrees that the tour may include use of hypodermic needles, zappers, tasers, or dog shock collars. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be crushed in a pit by various objects. Crushed in a pit? Is an illegal document here. The yeah. phrase crushed in a pit. Participant fully understands and agrees that various fluids, such as food coloring, grease, theatrical blood, or other liquids, may be placed in the participant's mouth. It is partic- the participant's responsibility not to swallow the fluids. <laughs> okay, keep going. I know that there's more. Keep going. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be fish-hooked, which may inadvertently cause rippage to the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Steve-O. Okay. Yeah. Participant fully understands and agrees a nail may pierce their hands. Like fucking Jesus Christ. Participant fully understands and agrees that their hand 
may be smashed with tools. Smashed with tools, yes. Smashed with tools. Of course. Um, Why not at this point? This one, it, it, this one really sticks with me. It's kind of gross. Participant fully understands and agree that their nails may be removed from their nail beds. Okay. So okay. like, like pulled out, like with pliers or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Participant fully understands and agrees that medication may be given that induces hallucinations or sedatives given in pill form or by hypodermic needle at the discretion of the manner. Okay, so this is where it starts to become suspect for me because that's fucking insane. Yeah, we're like, going to... Yeah, yeah. All right, just, just keep going. Just keep going. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, okay. Um, participant fully understands and agrees... If chosen, they may receive a tattoo or piercing. It is the responsibility for the individual to care for such tattoo in order to not get hepatitis or other similar infections. Participant fully understands and agrees that choking may occur and that gagging or vomiting may occur as well. Participant fully understands and agrees that McCamey Manor will use humiliation tactics such as name-calling. Okay. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be exposed to extreme temperatures, both hot and cold. Um, this one is... This one's weird. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may have a plastic bag or plastic wrap on their face which possibly could cause suffocation, blackouts, etc., and the participant will not hold McCamey Manor responsible or liable. Jesus. Dude, all right. D- did we talk about like what they get if they get all the way through it yet? Did we mention that? No. No, no, no. We'll come to that at the all end. All right. We'll come to that at the all end. All right. Okay. All right. I have a point to make. Okay. Whoo. There's so many things. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be in an enclosed chamber with live animals, which may include mice, rats, roaches, tarantulas, millipedes, centipedes, snakes, spiders, potato bugs, worms, larvae, snails, slugs, grubs, crickets, etc. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be asked to ingest live bugs. Participant fully understands and agrees that they must divulge all information regarding dentures, contacts, pacemakers, piercings, and that all piercings must be removed to prevent damage to the participant. Whew. Okay, we only got a couple more. Yeah, I'm here. sorry there's such like silences between these things. We're but just digesting. I literally have nothing to say. Like I can't even believe this. We're digesting. Participant fully understands and agrees that if they are selected to visit the, quote, dentist, they must have a tooth extracted without Novocaine and will not hold McCamey Manor liable. Just if it happens. Mm -hmm. Participant fully understands and agrees that their their teeth may be accidentally chipped, chipped, broken, or lost, and the manor will not be held responsible or liable. <laughs> lose oh, my God. Participant fully understands and agrees that it is possible that joints, i.e. jaw, shoulder, elbow, wrist, knee, hip, etc., may be accidentally li- dislocated, and the participant will not hold the manor responsible. Participant fully understands and agrees that they will be participating in various medieval torture devices, such as knife throwing while strapped to a spinning wheel, shackles, chains, gibbet cage, stocks, the rack, etc. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be bruised by paintballs. (laughs) Well, that's the funniest one. Participant fully understands and agrees that water torture may be used. Now, this one is the one that really sticks out. They got a guy like Dick uh, Mitch says they got a guy dressed like Dick Cheney. Yeah, Mitch came in while um, we were recording. That's actually not true. I have no idea. This is the one that it's obviously it's nowhere near the amount of insanity as the other ones, but it's really crazy. Participant fully understands and agrees that MK Ultra mind control techniques may be used on them. What? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, 
Project Bluebird. Now, um, before we go any further, okay, before we go any further, I want to say this. That was a lot. Those were only three pages of the 40-page waiver that you have to sign. Those were about 25 of the different rules they have, and they have upwards of 300, okay? You get that? You grasp that? It's literally like the hostile movies. Yes. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. So, this is the basic lowdown of what happens, okay? The participant, they sign up, and they get accepted. And then after that, the lowdown is this. They will let you know who the other participants in the event with you will be. Um, they're going to connect you to them, you know, either phone number, Facebook, whatever, you know, is your mode of communication. Um, you'll be expected to talk to them and get to know them and, you know, bond with them. As well as you will with the man behind it all, Russ McCamey. Russell McCamey. I call him, we just call him Russ. Everyone calls him Russ. He, uh, I was telling you earlier, he reminds me of Hank from uh, Breaking Bad. Mm Kind of mixed with this old boss I had. Okay. Okay. He was very abusive. Um, So Russ will talk to you very, very often. Uh, He's going to do everything, make sure this is all set. Um, I, I will say this, okay? Um, at least from what I've witnessed. Now, this is obviously cherry-picked because they're recorded. Uh, every every full event, if you are there, it is recorded and uploaded to YouTube. So you can watch all of these for free. Yeah. Um, and he will tell you on the video, you know, he records that part as well. You know, he lets you know kind of like, this is real crazy. I don't, you know, do you really want to do it? He makes sure that he gets full consent before anything happens. One of the phrases that keeps coming up while he's talking to the people that are going to go through his manner is, you really don't want to do this. Yes. It's not, do you want to do this? It's, you really don't want to do this. Are you sure you're going to? So, how this works is you will be brought to the manor, or, you know, the destination. So, this is how, I only watched a couple of them, but this is the basic lowdown of how it went. Um you were you know you were assigned everything was set and then you went to the meeting location and once you were at the location uh you got out of your car you know you showed them all of your information so the physical record um the mental health check the doctor note all of that your id and then you were lined up and that is when the torture begins and you're typically tortured they make you read the waiver out loud you know they punish you humiliate you in the one instance, they made the three individuals sit in a pond uh, while they covered them in fake blood and mud. Yeah, and shoved like fake blood packets in their mouths, like violently shoved them in their mouths. Yeah, um, hair pulling. Uh, the one that I saw, the lady's hair was grabbed and made into a ponytail out of duct tape, and they used that to drag her around. Um, so this happens, and then you're brought into the actual event. Uh, the event varies, obviously, from place to place, and... Um, I guess before I get into some of the things that occur in these events, I'd like to talk a little bit about the foundation of all this, okay? Um, so Russ McCamey, it originally started in the state of California, uh, and for undisclosed reasons, he left California and he moved to Tennessee, yeah. where he bought a plot of land. And keep in mind, this isn't a neighborhood. This isn't a secluded plot of land. It is in I mean, a neighborhood. It's big plots of land, but he does have neighbors that yeah. can hear what or go, what, yeah. what's like going on. And he has made bunkers and cargo containers and barns. Uh, he's made a makeshift lake. Uh, all of these are made for torture. And you are brought to his house where it takes place. Now, he lives there with all of his rescue dogs and all like that. He's got three young children. And... It is, this is where it's weird. The event itself is entirely free. You pay nothing to get involved in this. Um, There is a mandatory donation of a single bag of dog food. That is all you have to pay to go. It's a super wholesome way to pay for something like this. And if you can make it through the entire thing, they will pay you $20,000. Twenty grand. But th- so this is what I wanted to make the point about. Like while you were going through the list of all the absolutely batshit insane things that they can do to you, like upon signing this waiver, 
He apparently deducts $500 from the prize for every failed challenge or use of profanity. So you can't swear. Yeah. You're not allowed to swear during all this. Yes. Um, and th- here's where it gets a bit tricky. Um, there's no time limit. So the a- they say the average is around six to eight hours is the typical event. However, in certain circumstances, they have lasted three days. Um, so big shock, nobody has ever won the cash prize. Nobody has ever completed McKamey Manor. Um, people have gotten very far. Uh, a lot of them, I wouldn't say a lot, but multiple people have made it to around the five, six hour mark. And it seems that even when you're getting that far, uh, he tends to extend the time so you don't win the prize. Yeah. Like his, his excuse for never having given out the cash prize is because apparently people have, like no one's ever made it to the final room. Yeah. So no one technically knows what that all entails. Um, now, I do want to say this. This is something... We're going to move into the tactics a little bit, okay? And what they do is during this vetting process, when you meet with Russ and you talk to him, part of the background check is he gets to know you, and he uses your own psychology against you. So he finds out things that make you tick, finds out things that you really care about, and he forms the torture around that. So in the one video that I watched, the lady, the one thing that really mattered to her was her hair. And that was one of the first things they did was shave off her head. Not like cut her head off. But like shave the hair her off Sorry. of her head, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they formed this. And I'll tell you this. Um, there are challenges that you have to get through with other people while you're enduring this torture. Um and again, it it says it in the waiver. Uh, there's waterboarding. There's just straight up torture where they will choke you, uh, beat you, slap you, tie you to a table, and run knives across your skin. Like you said, just like dragging you through a field, either by chain or by your hair. Uh, yeah, they'll put a noose things. around your neck and hoist you from the ceiling. They could bury you alive, dude. I saw a video. I was watching one of the ones where they like give up because I mean he videotapes everything and. Obviously, there's a lot of videotapes of people giving up. Uh, but this guy was literally buried under like three feet of dirt. And he was giving up and Russ started uh, digging him up. And like, you know, he was giving his whole spiel like I I was I couldn't handle it like that kind of thing. And he was like, talk to the talk to the uh, talk to the viewers at home. And then the guy starts laughing. And he's like, oh, you're laughing now, huh? Oh, you're laughing. And he like starts waterboarding the fuck out of him. As he's trying to give up and say, like, I don't want this anymore. Yes. He's like, you don't fucking laugh about this anymore. (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ, Russ. This leads me to another point that I wanted to bring up. The quitting is not as simple as you might think. Um, There's no safe word. There is no let me out of here. There's none of that. There are checkpoints. Um, So after each event... They will ask you very, very sincerely if you want to continue. Um, And you have to do a lot of begging. Uh, You can't just say no. There's a lot of begging. Um, Sometimes he'll give you like a term that you have to say, and that will be the thing, and they'll really ask you if you want to quit. Um, But if you are in the middle of an event, you cannot quit. Uh, No matter how much you plead, how much you do this, they will literally torture you until it's done. And then once the objective is complete for that part of the haunted house, um, then you can leave. Yeah. Then you can quit. Then you can opt out. And the the one thing that... Because I watched a good portion of the video that he apparently legally has to show the people who are going to come into his house. Mm-hmm. And uh, the phrase that all of them kept kept like using was, all right, this, this manor, the McKinney manor, the McKamey, sorry, McKamey manor, Stole my lunch, or like ate my lunch and stole my milk money and kicked my butt. Those are the three things that they apparently all say. Like, you have to say that to Russ, and he's like, I want to stop. I want to stop. Yeah, so it is a very, very fucked up thing. I mean, and see, this is where I'm going to, we're going to get a little philosophical here. This is why I think it is the most fucked up thing we've ever talked about, even more than David Parker Ray. Um, because 
like I was telling Jake today in the car, um, the thing about the toy box killer was that 50% of the participants in what happened in, in that did not want to be there. They were there against their will. It you know, was yeah, torture. It the, was murder. Uh, the victims. I mean, in no way does that, you know, diminish what they went through. I'm saying that it was one crazy fucking man that kidnapped you and did this to you. In this instance, both people involved are fucking insane. The guy running it is a clear psychopath. Russ looks in. You have to look at videos of this guy and how he carries himself. Like he's there's literally absolutely batshit. There's literally no reasonable excuse for any of this. Any of this. Um, and then as far as the people, the the one video, it was a two hour and like fifteen minute video. I watched the entire thing. I I had I just could not stop. Um. And the lady that, you know, they focused on, this was her second time. She wanted to see if she could get farther. This is the lady from Ecuador? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she wanted to see if she could do it again. And then when she was done, she said that she would come back and do it again the next year. So these people that are involved are fucking insane. It took me a good 20 minutes to really grasp the concept that you can't feel bad for these people because they all signed up for this. And I'm not talking about the participants. I'm talking about Russ himself and the other employees that, you know, administer a lot of the punishment. Yeah. Because I think that's something that it needs to be known as well. Russ typically does not do a lot of the dirty work. He's more of the cameraman. He's the guy they're directing everything. Um, on occasion, you know, he'll do some stuff. But there, there's people there that do the, do the majority of the heavy lifting for him. Um, uh, so I, I guess his hands are clean for that physical in a clean? sense, I guess. But like, I mean, I, I was also telling you earlier in the car, we were talking about this a lot in the car. Um, uh, like, I feel like he just justifies it by like, yeah, these people are willingly doing this after all the warnings I give them, all the things I show that will happen to them, all the things I say are going to happen to them. They willingly do this, but he's fucking making it an option. Yeah. So like, th there's no redeemable qualities in any of these people. It's just like these. This is the most fucked thing in the world. I just one example that really, really sticks in my head. Like really, fully, I can't get out. Um, first off, there was one where they I, did. I mention this, or was this off the show? Where they made someone pull their own tooth. I think that was off the show. Let's get into um, that. So, it, they coerced this individual into believing that they had to rip their tooth out to complete the event and the person did it uh they pulled their teeth out or their tooth out with a set of pliers and you also mentioned that they, they like were it seemed like they were very careful not to do it themselves yeah so like it was it wasn't like oh we're gonna like sh they made her believe that they were going to do it and they were just kind of like you do it so we don't have to then it'll Everything will end, and we can all, you know, figure it all oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then another one, and I know this one's not clearly as, like, physically brutal, but it just is absolutely disgusting in multiple, multiple fucking ways. Um, there was a guy, a participant, that they had chained up. Uh, he was up against the wall, and he was vomiting, and it was all over him, and they scooped the vomit up and shoved it back into his mouth. With their bare hands while Yummy. he was chained up. Yeah, yum. Um, and I'll be honest, I, I, I could not get a lot more examples because I really just did not want to sit there and stomach through this it's shit. It's a really depressing thing to just watch. Mitch, Mitch has, a, he has a thing he's, here. He's what, raising what's his going hand. On? What's going on? So I don't know if you've already talked about this because I came midway through, but has anyone died from going through this place? Um, deaths, no. I don't think anyone's died, but they did have someone have a heart attack. Yes, someone did actually have a heart attack inside the manor. And um, Russ, about that particular incident, says, that was good stuff. It's a quote from him. Yeah, Russ is a crazy motherfucker. Russ is fucking insane. And it's it's just like based on what we've said so far, it's no fucking wonder he videotapes everything. Because people have like alleged that he does like crazy fucked up shit. That wasn't in the waiver. And then because he has footage of literally everything that was done to them, 
every case gets like thrown out mm-hmm. because you know, and it just—I mean—he's able to monetize it. It works on so many levels for Russ. I'm just going to give you the basic layout of one single event that I watched. Okay, um, they blindfolded them and dragged them through the woods and threw them into the water and made them sit there while they read the agreement. Uh, then they made them crawl through a drainage pipe when that was done uh, with one lady, like I said, uh, duct taped her hair into a ponytail and they were pulling it, like dragging her through. Uh, and then they brought them up to another vehicle where it brought them to his house, which, again, is in a neighborhood. It's just a home in a neighborhood. There's a fucking neighbor less than 60 feet away from his door. Yeah. Um, and they had thrown them onto the yard and then they brought in these big motherfuckers to throw them over their shoulders and carry them into the house where they were then blindfolded and had to get out of the room as a team while they were being uh, poked with, like, pointy sticks and cattle prods. And it's not the normal, like, blindfold. Like, they put duct tape over your eyes. Yeah. Each individual eye has, like, three pieces of duct tape over it. Yeah, so you cannot see anything. Um, and then, like, the one uh, they dunked this lady they held her under like i think it was 40 degree water they like held her underneath and then she was getting very like hypothermic and they were they were literally smacking the shit out of her as she was begging and crying to quit and then they finally let her quit and then when you're done they bring you into russ's living room and you get to play with his dogs and they all just hang out you just hang out in his living room the the living room where Three young children also live. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, kids live there. Yeah, they live there, and they, they seem pretty happy, but um, I saw that newscast, and they were just like, what does your dad do? And they were like, torturous people. And then they, they were just like, oh, why? And they all they were they were all just all shoulders, just like, I don't, I don't know, you know? Um, so that that's kind of just a generic, that's a one-time thing. Obviously, it changes from time to time to time to time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that is the McCamey Manor. Um, what I want to say, all in all, is so this is something Jake and I were talking about with the waiver. I think a lot of the things involved in this, they are real. It, it's, uh, it's very akin to WWE wrestling to me. It's real. It's physically happening. Like, your hair is being pulled. Your hair is being shaved. And there You're are, losing teeth. You're yeah. getting stabbed. You're, like, this is real. There are real physical risks to what you're doing. But it's scripted in such a way that it's meant to torment you psychologically more than physically. So, with the waiver, for example, I personally, I mean, I have no experience. I haven't gone there, and I'm too sane of a person to ever go there. I don't think he'd let you go. Just be, just, yeah, I don't think know. so. It is handicap accessible, though. I will say that. But he did say like anyone who can't like walk. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but either know. way, it's. it's I'm not good going. To, I'm glad to know that you wouldn't do it even. No, even, even if, if I if physically could. was capable, I would never go. Um, but the things like you know, oh, they can inject you with drugs, or like you know, they'll pierce your hand, or you'll get crushed. I think a lot of things are thrown into that waiver. You'd be crushed in, in a, a way pit. for this. In case there's an accident, they're covered. But I think a lot of it is the way it's worded and put in there is to make you freak out. It's so just outright and just, it's just blunt like this might happen. Right, You're like agreeing to it. It's there to make you nervous. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and you, you even said that you were watching one where um, they were kind of like toying with this woman like saying that because she was blindfolded saying that there was like running a piece of glass up and down her foot and that they actually like cut her a little bit and they were like oh it's real bad you were gonna have to call somebody it's real bad but then when they finally took off the blindfold they had just made a scrape that wasn't even bleeding exactly it's like it just a lot of it is psychology it's i mean and i think a good way to put it like i was saying was is wwe it's like it's scripted it's meant to you know make you elicit a response but that doesn't mean it's entirely fake. Like, it is really happening. You're there, yeah. uh, and they're doing shit to you. They're pulling on you. They're fucking cutting you. They're slicing you. I invite anyone to just look up a single video of a run-through of this place. It is terrifying. It's brutal. Like, it actually happens. It's and it brutal. is fucked up. And that's why I think it's truly the most disturbing thing we've ever covered. Because I, I was watching a YouTube video, and they really boiled it down because i think we're not stressing enough 
that this is done at a guy's house. Like this is not a business. This is just his home. There's no like m- like McCamey LLC as and, far as we know. And well, yeah, because there's no money exchange. There's you don't pay him anything, so there's no anything. Yeah, but well, I mean, it could be because he he did monetize the videos that he, the like the run throughs, so it could yeah. It, but there might be essentially, but this, in any case, the the boiled down answer is this: you're meeting a stranger on the internet that you tell all of your information to, and then he invites you over to his house where you consent to be tortured for eight hours. That's really That's what the meat this and potatoes is. of all of this. It's yeah, not a haunted house. I was telling Jake this today, and I think this is a, a prime example. If you like scary things in haunted houses. And you go here, you're not really into scary things in haunted houses. That's uh, the prime simile here is think of it this way. Let's say someone tells you that they like rough sex, right? And you're like, oh, what's your favorite sex move? And they're like, I love when I just go find an innocent person and beat them until they're dead, and then I just come on myself. I just come everywhere from that. That's, that's not that's, rough that's sex. That's my rough sex. That's not rough sex. It's that's not murder. like, ooh, squeezing the side of their neck for a little. No, it's no, yeah, I'm going to kill this person and come. That's what it is. Yeah, th- this is a comparison here. This is not scary. This is physically abusive. It's torture is what it fucking is. It's nuts. It's like grotesque. <laughs> it's um, fucked up. I mean, and there's countless stories out there. There's shit out there all over the internet that, you know, someone says that, you know, this happened to me or like the camera was off and like they raped me and molested me and did this and blah, blah, blah. We th- Those are allegations. I'm not diminishing them. I'm just saying there's no proof of that and nothing legal has come of it. And uh, I yet. will say, yeah, I mean, like, you can't say that that happened because who fucking knows. But based on what I've seen and heard happens there. It's not far It's not, not necessarily a crazy thing to leap to. No, 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 no. I'm shocked that it doesn't Not insane. Happen. I truly am shocked that that isn't something that happens because it is that fucked up. Yeah. Like, I can't stress it enough. You guys have to try, or it, even if you just, like, watch a video explanation of it, it, it I can't do it justice with just words. I simply can't. Like, no, it yeah, is it's, fucking it's very terrifying. difficult. I've, me and you have just been sitting in random silences all day just thinking about it. Yeah, we because have. Because we can't get it out of our minds. What is Russ planning? It is where is Russ right now? It's pure insanity. I I just cannot. I can't. I can't even think. Like it really fucks with my head. It's that insane. Yeah, and I mean, based on the fame of this, if any of you guys out there listening have either gone to it or know someone who went to it or just heard a story about it or something, email us because we want to learn more about this. Obviously, we can't get it out of our minds. We may as well expand what we know. No, please. Uh, Startcult at gmail dot com. Please give us updates because this is something crazy. I want all the info I can get. Um, it's just very weird. It's it's not something. It's something that's glossed over. Like I was saying, like in the videos, they're like, "Oh, you know, it's a haunted house. You have to sign a waiver to go there." It's way more than that. It's not that simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's legitimate. It's it's torture. just torture. It's it's, it's torture. literal torture that you sign up for. You're just like you can do whatever you want. I yeah. It's like just oh yeah, I'll go to Guantanamo. See what that's all about. I'm literally Dude, dumbfounded. I as honestly to how it worked. I honestly think like because he was uh, Russ was like a Navy man. Yes, and he was in San Diego specifically in California when he first started it, and that is where uh, a major like military base is. Maybe the military was like, hey, uh, can you like not fucking do that around us? Like probably because you're associated with us, so maybe maybe go like a little more east. Yeah, like go somewhere know? where like no one cares. But I I I don't know. There's really not much else to say. I mean that no that's idea. the episode. It's all speculation. Yeah. But what's not speculation is the fact that this is just so fucked up. And it actually happens. But also that we are starting a cult. That is uh, true. Because that is Grant and I am Jake and Mitch is here. And, uh, you know, you can follow us on all the shit on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we're on YouTube, I believe. Oh, yeah. You know what? I always say that we're on YouTube, and I've never checked. No, we're on never, YouTube. Never checked it. We're on YouTube. But maybe you guys could go check it and, you know, leave a you know, subscribe to it or something. I don't know. And then there's also the Patreon down below where you can uh, become a patron. We just recorded a doozy of an episode yesterday where we talked about movies. 
Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, and start a cult at gmail.com. The email, like I said earlier, but yeah, again, we are starting a cult. It's great. I'm Jake. Mitch was here. We love you guys very much. Have a great It's true. Week. Everything's so scary. We'll be back next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, scary bananas! <laughs>